listeners, I'm Amy. And I'm Brett. This is Still Not Ready, the Ready or Not podcast, here to bring you episode-to-episode breakdowns of our favorite Canadian teen drama from the 90s. Obviously, we're talking about Ready or Not. Brit, what's going on this week? Nothing. It's like these boring, not summer, not winter weeks. I know, we had that in Guelph anyways, that like uh, fake out summer weekend where it was like plus 35 for like three days straight. I know. And then we went back to wintertime, early spring, cold showers type weather. I know. And it's like, it's still light out. So it feels like you should be doing something outside, but it's too cold. It's too cold. And it's like frosty in the morning still. It's frosting and then it's rainy and it's just, it's that weird time. I don't know about you, but my head is still spinning from our double episode with Laura Bertram. Yeah, that was fun. Ready or not, mega fans, if you missed it, our last our last two episodes where we talked about season four, episode three, Where Do I Belong? We were joined by none other than Laura Bertram, aka Amanda's in from Ready or Not. She is just a delight. Yeah, I don't know why. If you haven't listened to the episodes, I don't know why you're picking this one. (laughs) So you probably need to go back. No, go back. Yeah, get that one in first. She is. She's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure talking to her. And really nice to have uh, her support for the podcast, given our history. Okay, let's get to the polls, shall we? Ooh, the polls. So over on Instagram at Still Not Ready Pod, actually, since we're talking about Instagram, which is where we communicate with everyone, good and bad, again, that's at Still Not Ready Pod. Some people have been giving us flack for not acknowledging and I guess celebrating the 30th anniversary of the show eye roll she's giving it she's giving an eye roll so we believe and it's depending on where you look but the show started on various channels sometime in 1993 and then on the disney channel in 1996 so yes this would be the 30th anniversary of the show or when it first aired which is kind of amazing and makes me feel super old but my two cents on this issue (laughs) you give your two cents first and i'll see if i disagree (laughs) okay so my two cents on this issue if anybody cares and i do think people care that's why they hit play right but my two cents is that this entire podcast itself is a huge celebration of the show. So yes, we happen to be 30 years out from the original premiere of the show. And we're certainly acknowledging that and celebrating the show over the course of the whole podcast. Yeah. And I will say that technically, sure, it might be 30 years this month of the first episode, but we've already covered the first episode. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) It it feels weird. It's like we did the first episode, like what, three two and a half years ago Mm -hmm. so it would feel sort of weird to be like oh it's a 30th anniversary when technically the episode and the season were on it hasn't been 30 years (laughs) and if we really want to get technical if you want to listen to all of our episodes I can guarantee you we have mentioned the show is 30 years old 
a hundred times. It's <laughs> <laughs> 30 years old. Yeah. No, this is actually, I think we mentioned it in our first episode because we were like, oh, it started in, that's almost exactly 30 years from now. And now two and a half years later, here we are exactly 30 years from the premiere date of the show, which is, that is, that's really something. And I really like the timing of the podcast for that reason. But we're also here trying to bring some attention back to the show in hopes of maybe getting that reboot. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, giving listeners a 90s nostalgia, little 90s nostalgia while we do it. So yeah. happy 30th anniversary to the show. Ready or not lives on in podcast form. <laughs> Next time I'll make a cake. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, should we get some candles? 30 candles? Get some candles. Happy B-Day. Okay, now let's get to the polls. So over on the post-episode polls on Instagram, we asked listeners what they might shout out at Laura Bertram if they happen to see her on the street. Okay, so what'd they say? What do we got? Okay, someone said they'd ask for an autograph. Weird. Doesn't that feel old school? Oh, yeah, that's so 90s. People would sell autographs and it was like a big thing. Do people still ask for autographs? I think so because if you see any celebrity walking on a red carpet, they all have a Sharpie signing. They're still signing stuff. Whatever. But now you're not going to just pull out a piece of paper for someone to sign. You'd be like, sign my phone case. You'd like want them to sign something that you're actually like going to use and keep. And then you could tell people like, oh my gosh, Harry Styles, sign my phone. Right? (laughs) Or you get your your ticket stub for the concert signed. Yeah. Yeah. And I do remember in the 90s, I don't know who it was, some celebrity would do an interview. And I remember like specifically they talked about how they wouldn't give autographs if it was like a glossy 8 by 10 of their face. Okay. Because those are like professional autograph hunters. They're just going to get an autograph to sell. Yeah. You got to get something personal signed. They would like choose the kids like denim jacket or whatever. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I think the I think the modern day equivalent of the of the autograph would just be like a selfie, right? It's a selfie. Yeah, you got to get that selfie. Mm-hmm. I think I'd go for the selfie if uh, if we ever caught Laura Bertram in person. Well, I think now we could just introduce ourselves because we're obviously we're bffs already bffs you just walk right up to her and i'd be like hey amanda where's busy yeah (laughs) no where's biz hey amanda um somebody oh what did they say somebody said they'd yell out hey weren't you on road to avonlea That's funny. Which, which, like, what was she in, like, one episode of Road Probably. to Avonlea? <laughs> I don't think she was on I that mean, show very long. Sarah Polly, right, is the... The main person? Yeah. Someone said they'd um, start singing the Save the Animals song. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay, so, so the last question, and you know what's funny about this last question... This is where we asked listeners where they thought Amanda Zim might be in 2023. Okay. So this is funny. So my partner, who occasionally listens to the podcast yeah. to, I don't know, show support or whatever, he like came home one day. Oh, gosh. All in a huff after listening to our last episode. And Was he mad at me? 
he was mad at both of us. He he said like, oh, you, like you guys don't know what you're talking about. Amanda wouldn't be a corporate lawyer or a stay at home mom. Obviously, she'd be a journalist or a writer. And I was like, whoa, oh, I never <laughs> thought of that. Actually, once he said mm. it, I was like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's that's a really good idea. First of all, I was like, OK. We do know what we're talking about. Like, our (laughs) opinions are valid. We've broken down almost three and a half seasons Mm -hmm. of the show. Second of all, I did not realize you were so passionate about what Amanda Zim might be doing at this time. (laughs) Interesting. But it it is a good idea. It is a good idea. Possibly. Possibly the journalist thing. So so close to 60% of listeners thought Amanda would be a stay-at-home mom over like a corporate boss lady type of role. I just feel based on what Laura Bertram said, I don't think it's a stay-at-home mom situation. You think she's like giving away reboot ideas? Or you're just going off like her opinion of what she thought? No, because I think she knows. Because I I think that there's like already, maybe not a script, but there's like... Ideas, ideas, Yeah. Like there's some form of development of the reboot or she's had conversations about where Amanda would be. So I think when she's sort of saying what she thinks, that's clouded by what she knows. I I agree with that. And that would make her sort of guess there a lot more valid. But no, but I do agree with that because if someone's approaching her to do the reboot, she's going to say, well, what's the story? Like, what is Amanda Zim doing right now? Exactly. Because maybe if they have Amanda Zim being like a a wash-up drug addict or something like that, she's going to be like, yeah, I don't want to play that Amanda Zim character anymore, right? Obviously, we we don't know her that well. These are all guesses. But I get the vibe that her and Elise Rosenberg have chatted over the years. So I feel like when... Elise Rosenberg is maybe floating an idea of trying to get a reboot going. There was maybe some chatter about what the characters would be up to, how it would go. It's a conversation. It's a conversation, right? But I do like this question. Like there seems to be a lot of great ideas and opinions about this. So I think we'll continue this debate Mm -hmm. or this conversation. We'll keep asking guests and listeners and then... Hopefully, one day, maybe the mystery will be solved. We will see. Maybe. Okay, we've got another episode of Ready or Not to get to. Still in season four. On to episode four, Glamour Girl. Good episode. So this episode originally aired in May of 1996. And if you're trying to peg May of 1996, well... That's when the 1996 Everest disaster occurred. Oh, what was that? Remind me. I was only like 10. Yeah, I guess eight climbers died on their descent from the summit. Oh, right. Okay. In an unexpected blizzard. I think it sounds like there have been like worse accidents uh, since then. But most of those were at like base camp. Like maybe an avalanche came in and killed like 20 people at base camp. But this was like the most deadly day at the time. Scary. Yeah. Would you ever would you ever climb Mount Everest? Heck to the no. Uh doesn't it take like six months to like climatize? (laughs) 
I think like people actually do not understand how physically demanding it is. And like the lack of oxygen is like a real deal. Yeah. Like you climb with oxygen. Like it's a, it's a pretty big thing. And I don't think I'm just really cut out for that. (laughs) Well, you'd have to prepare for like 10 years if you were going to. But also this is like, so I don't know, maybe this is so hipster, but um, (laughs) in some ways it's like not a feat anymore. Well, okay. Obviously it is. Anyone who does it, I'm not taking that away from you, but what's happening is you're getting people like, oh, well, I ran a half marathon. I can climb Mount Everest because it's become such a tourist trap. It's a very, it's like commercialized. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, when I was reading up about that, there was a lot of complaints about that. It's not just for climbers anymore. It's like for rich people. And people who honestly cannot hack it, try. Yep. And it's, I think, really dangerous for like the guides involved. Yeah. Yeah. Avoiding, you know, I don't know. So... And in that 1996 disaster, there was a lot of like sort of uh, victim blaming, as they might call it, where they said like, well, you know, everyone told them to come back down and they didn't come back down. So, well, and you know, you hate being that person who like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I mean, I do think there's people who are not physically equipped try it for sure because it's like it's a bucket list thing yeah everyone wants like that selfie on the top of everest to be like look what i did selfie it's true anyways can we please have the synopsis for the episode oh of course season four episode four glamour girl (laughs) when acting isn't going exactly how amanda had planned she decides to try her feet at modeling, <laughs> you know, try your hand. Yeah, I see what you did there. If you know, you know. Well, you're about to find out. <laughs> okay, busy still being played by Lonnie Billard, Amanda by Laura Bertram. Definitely an Amanda episode. Oh yeah, completely. This is a, this is a memorable a memorable episode. Yeah, it is a good episode, and there's one scene that's not like iconic, but it's memorable because it's a scene that is used in the new opening sequence. Yeah, there's a there's a couple actually. There's a couple different shots or clips from this episode that end up in the theme song. Okay, I only remember one. When she's looking in the mirror and she has her hands on her face. Yeah, exactly. Like the red card. Where she's wearing like the mask. They're having like a sleepover and she's got like a face mask. I think that's in there too. Ooh, okay. I think we'll that's to in see. there too. Yeah. So we've got Busy being like a super friend in this one. Mm-hmm. A nice supportive friend. And I think I think Busy's in a good mood in this episode because of new friend Sag. Yeah, although I always find it weird, like, they introduce a character and then they talk about him in this episode, yet never to be seen. Yeah, so they're not, like, together yet yeah. or anything. She's not talking about that, but she she's talking about him a lot in this episode. Yeah. And that would, that would change a mood, I think, if you're in high oh, school. yeah, for sure. You've got, like, a little crush. Busy was in a stinking mood in the last episode, and now she's got a... Now she's got Sag. 
about time for Biz, I think. The last uh, love interest would have been Troy, right? I think so. In season one? Yep. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm not going to count that French guy. (laughs) No, they don't count. (laughs) That would have been like the only other one. So in this episode, we see more of those big stars in Amanda's eyes. Yes. Well, first she bombs in the tornado scene. I kind of was into it. I didn't think it was that bad. I was going to say the same thing. But this is the first time we get like that direct carryover from the last episode. Yeah, you're right. Like the continuity. Yeah. In the last scene of the last episode, she was like going off to rehearsals in her tornado costume. And then like we didn't even miss a beat. And she's on stage as the tornado in the first scene of this episode. Yeah, you're right. Which is, I think, kind of a sign of when shows start to make it. Like they get signed on for a little bit longer than, you know, a couple of episodes or just a season where you can like carry stories over episode to episode. Sometimes it's nice though when a show is like self-contained in that 23 minutes. If you miss an episode, you're not like, oh my God, what happened? Yeah. Both these episodes for sure you could watch on their own and Mm -hmm. you wouldn't be lost at all. But yeah, Amanda, Amanda's trying to be a model in this episode after she sees a sign on the street and happens to pop in to see what it's about. <laughs> but it does, it pans out well. I mean, she gets a paying, she gets a paying, a paying job. So let's see how this all plays out. Okay. In the first scene, this is the tornado bomb scene. Just to, as a refresher, Amanda's playing the tornado in the Wizard of Oz. Nina made the costume. Mm-hmm. Nina Peppermint. Nina Peppermint, new friends. So it's like the community play. So everyone's there cheering her on. But you mentioned this, and I, I agree. When she first comes on as the tornado, I was into it. Like, there's some really nice movement there. Like, she's twirling around like a tornado. I thought it was great. I'm sorry. Dorothy and Toto should have stayed in their places. Like, didn't they have, like, an X on the stage? Like, go here while the tornado, then, you know? Or was Amanda just going rogue with her movements? Like, they didn't practice any. There's a term for that. Um, it's not staging. Blocking. Blocking, yeah. Blocking, yeah. Like, yeah. come on. They didn't practice. I agree. I agree. She's just kind of twirling around. She, like, ends up kicking the, like, little toy dog that's supposed to be Toto. <laughs> yeah, I think that was Dorothy's fault. Well, it, it, and she ends up falling, which is like the big like end of it all. She ends up falling and she can't get up because the the tapering at the bottom of the tornado costume is too tight. <laughs> oh boy! So she ends up being a she's a little bit pissed at uh, Nina for that one, right? But I do like how we also get to see the the 40-year-old woman who who played (laughs) Dorothy. We got to see her. That Toto was probably that toy that everyone had. Remember that, like, dog toy that everyone had? Yeah, it, like, barks and jumps and maybe does a little flip. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, she kicks the dog and then she falls. (laughs) So after the play... Amanda's completely destroyed, obviously, like complaining to her mom and Busy, who were both laughing, by the way. Obviously, you're going to. <laughs> so she's being very Amanda. It's very dramatic. Mm-hmm. End of the world. Acting career is over. I ruined the whole show, blah, blah, blah. 
I like Amanda's got this whole like Sandra D look going on in this episode. Yeah. yeah, the little cardi. Very 50s, little cardigan, like long skirt. She's got like a high pony. And then Nina is also a little 50s in this episode. She's wearing like a bandana tied around her neck. Yes, yeah. Like the two of them as friends are going through like a little 50s phase. Same style, yeah. I like that. That's a nice detail. <laughs> That's a nice, Do you recall any style phases you and your friends went through together? I mean, sure. We all probably wore polos at the same time. Polos. <laughs> Popping collars. Ay, ay, I've never been like someone who's been like so stylized like one way or the other. Like it's not like I was so polarized in like one style. Like I've always sort of worn everything. Just whatever's trendy at the time. Whatever's or like some trendy stuff, some stuff that's not as trendy. You know, this is so chuggy. Is that a chuggy thing? Well, when you're 14, nothing's chuggy because that word didn't exist. Oh, geez, so chuggy. But now maybe I'm, I'm probably so chuggy now. I don't even know what that word Just means. The fact that we're saying chuggy means we're chuggy. You're the one that told me that word even <laughs> exists. I never even heard of it. I and know. then you were telling me that I'm chuggy. And I'm like, I don't even, I like how, I'm not even offended by that because I don't even know what that means. You got to get in with what the Gen Zers are doing. You got to know what they're up to. No. So you know. It doesn't make any sense to me. None of it makes any sense. Okay. Okay. Where were we? This whole community play thing, there's even like a bad review about Amanda in a newspaper or something like that. And this is the part that eh, I'm not really into. Like she goes to school and like everyone at the school knows that she bombed in the community play. How do they know? I know. Like, come on. No, Nobody was there. No one at the school went. Like, give me a break. No one went. Nobody was there. And, like, well, they did show a shot of the crowd. There's, like, 12 people in the crowd. So, like, yes. she's walking down the hallway at school. People are making whooshing sounds at her. Like, it's They don't like, live in a town of, like, 5,000 people where the only thing to do last night was to go to this. So everyone went. They live in the city. The family of the actors went. And that's about it. And honestly, if you heard something like that about somebody at your school, like nobody cares. That's the other thing. Like if I had heard that, I would have been like, oh, who cares? It's not that embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, so-and-so bombed at the community play? Yeah. Don't <laughs> <Exactly>. care. <laughs> I mean, you bomb at the school talent show. We've got a whole other situation. Yeah, yeah, but- yeah. <laughs> so Nina and Amanda – they like have like a little bit of a fight about the whole costume causing the problem mm-hmm. thing. And then later, Amanda calls Busy to go rollerblading, but she has plans with new friend Sag. So he's still around. He's still around. Well, they're going shopping. Yeah, for for more pan flutes. <laughs> <laughs> she said the name, I can't remember. Atarka. Atarka. Yeah. Okay. It's a it's an instrument. Okay. So now Amanda's feeling a little lonely, Mm -hmm. which, if you ask me, might be a little too soon after the busy character was feeling lonely in the last episode. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, this is a little too similar. Right. Okay. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Back to back. Anyways, Amanda thinks busy might be embarrassed to be seen with her again. Amanda, nobody cares about what went down at the community play. 
So, so Amanda's walking. She's went for a sad walk downtown Toronto near the Eaton Center, apparently. Oh, okay, good tip. I saw. Well, I saw the um, they go under that like glass walkway thing. Oh, like at the bay. It's just Amanda. The yeah, bay. yeah. I was just at the Eaton Center, so I remember that glass walkway thing. But she walks under that, and this is where she sees a sign for the auditions for the new Sassy Sarah happening today, right now, in fact. Ooh, la la, Sassy Sarah. Please come on in. So she goes in, and the next shot we get is Amanda all glammed up for her trial photo shoot. Right. She's got the deep red lips. Her hair is like in an updo. She says, I look like I could have my license. Yeah, she's kind of right. Yep. Okay, so the the makeup lady is like really hyping her up, right? She's like telling her, you know, you're real callback material. Mm-hmm. She's like going on about how modeling is the perfect stepping stone to acting. And <laughs> she's going on and on about how important looks are to be an actor. So she's planting the seed. Mm-hmm. The seeds are being planted and watered in this scene. I'm like slightly on Amanda's side in this conversation because I know that makeup artist is like trying to say that like most people start out as models and then become actors. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I looked up like models turned actors and I'm not like (laughs) there's a few. There's a few that are like, okay, yeah, I could see it. But well, I think a lot of kids, a lot of kids model and then they end up being. That makes sense to me. Yeah, if you're a kid. But the whole like, no, who would be an example of, oh, what's I her name that did. Uh, but I don't think she's a very good actor. The one who did this, who was like a swimsuit model for a long time. She was a big deal like 10 years ago. Emrata? No. Emily Ratajkowski, that's Emrata. She has a mole right here. Cindy Crawford? Blonde, big boobs. Cindy Crawford? No, she's newer than that. She was in a movie with like two other women and they were all into the same guy. Oh, I know who you mean. Oh my gosh, she's in a movie with Jennifer Aniston, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, what's her name? I forget her name. She was such a huge deal like 10 years ago. Five, ten years ago. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. It's on the tip of my tongue. And she wasn't, like, super, super skinny. Like, she wasn't. No, she was, like, she was, like, curvy. Kate Upton. Upton. That's what it is. Kate Upton. That's what it is. I wouldn't call her an actress. I don't know what she's doing now. A model who's in, like, one or two movies is not an actress. To me, that's just, like, oh, we've capitalized on your on your popularity and put you in movies. Put you in one movie, yeah. You have to be someone who's like, I modeled and is actually now just in movies. Like, I mean, people listening to this probably don't know who Andy McDowell is, but Andy McDowell actually was like, is known to be an actress. You'd never know her as a model. What about that younger one that was in the Wallflower movie? Oh, Cara Delvine. There you go. Okay. So, at school the next day, another cute look for Amanda. Do you remember this one? It's like the backwards. Is this the one where she has like her hair pulled back into three claw clips, mini claw clips? No, this is the like, it's a plaid hat. I don't think you're supposed to call it a paper boy hat anymore. Maybe you can. 
Why can't you call it a paper boy hat? I don't know. I'm always nervous about it to say. Because <laughs> there's paper people, not paper boys. Paper people. Maybe it's a paper people hat. It's plaid and she's wearing it backwards. She's got like a matching cardigan. She oh my gosh. Good. She's having like a blank. She we did watch good. the episode a while back. No, yeah. yeah, there's some good looks for Amanda in this one. But at school, we find out that Amanda did get that call back to be sassy Sarah. <gasps> Ooh, a call back. Like another, like, come in for another shoot type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Let's mm-hmm. have a look. She hasn't gotten it yet. Busy's kind of, like, making fun of her for it. And surprisingly, Amanda's mom is letting this all happen. I know. I think it's it's the 90s. She's now okay knowing it, what yeah. we know, there's no way you'd let your teen daughter just go to, like, some modeling casting call alone. Like, you just wouldn't. Yeah, she convinced her to let her yeah. go alone. She doesn't want her mom there. And she's, like, 14. It'd be, like, there's no freaking no way. way. Yeah. So, at the next photo shoot, Amanda meets this other model who's, like, planting more of those little seeds for Amanda about, like, celery diets and, like, using yeah. hemorrhoid cream on her face, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so Amanda has this little photo shoot that seems to go well, but then she overhears the people from the modeling agency talking about her nose. Oh, my. Not her nose. Yeah, her <gasps> nose, that little <sighs> bump on her nose. So. so atrocious, Amanda. Get a new <laughs> nose. Oh, my God. I hope it doesn't hold her back. It's just so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. They say, like, oh, I really, like, do what you can to, like... Uh, I know. Hide contour the it. <laughs> yeah, contour her cheeks a little more. Take away from the nose. So silly. Well, there's a funny... They're, like, using, like, wind machines in the photo shoot. And yeah. She's going, like, this is just like my 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 <laughs> role in the play when I was a tornado. Oh, you're an actress. <laughs> oh, she's an actress, is she? Hmm so now amanda wants a nose job so busy's giving her a hard time about this one too but she agrees to go to the doctor's office for a consult with her yes so off they go right after school right to the plastic surgeon's office and they basically find out like you can't do anything unless your parents are with you obviously you can't drive a car they're just gonna let you go get a whole new nose yeah, sure. No problem. <laughs> uh, and Amanda goes like, oh, well, my mom works all day, so I guess I'll just come alone. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, uh, uh, no. no, like she has to sign all this blah, blah, blah. And they also find out that it costs three to five. <laughs> and they're like, hundred? Hundred? <laughs> if it costs three to five hundred dollars, every girl in your school would have a new nose, Amanda. Three to five thousand. And they're both like, oh my gosh. And I thought, Personally, I thought that was a bit of a steal. I feel like in the 90s. Is I think everyone like, getting nose jobs in the 90s? It seems like plastic surgery. Like, like, do you hear of anyone now getting liposuction? Not lipo, but I've heard of people getting nose jobs. I think nose jobs have always been a thing, but I feel like there was like a real, it's like the stuff comes in waves. Lipo. Like no one like, gets that anymore because I think there's so many other things things people do instead of that well because fitness is more of a thing like people just get on these fitness trains or whatever but the thing with lipo is i've always wondered this you get it sucked out but does it not just come right like if you don't change your habits doesn't it just come back okay my understanding is you're not necessarily getting liposuction because you're like oh i want to lose 30 pounds 
Oh, I you want to reshape your stomach. I think it's a bit more of like reshaping or, you know, like there's some areas that might be like stubborn fat, like this is an awful term, okay. but like people would say saddlebags. So what is a saddlebag? I think it's like the side, the outside of your thigh. The outside of your thigh? That's what I thought. <laughs> I don't know. To be, yeah. I've never seen that part hanging on. Does that part oh. hang on some people? Because, again, it doesn't really. This is all like, you know, someone has told you it's bad. Or like, you know, like sometimes you your, your hips or something. But mm. I think with anything like that, with most surgeries like that, I mean, sometimes fat's in certain spots for a reason. Yeah, so, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if you take it out, it comes back and I don't know, but no yeah. one gets that anymore. Cause now you'll just get like cool sculpting or I don't know, whatever, or cool like sculpting facelifts, Ooh. like not, I don't think as many people get facelifts anymore. No, they don't get facelifts. They just get like, there's like string the that string. you can get under your cheek that yeah. just pulls it a bit higher. Oh and my gosh. I've like, been watching. I've been watching botched. Oh gosh. <laughs> I oh, got like the... a, is it on Hulu? Not Hulu. Hey you. It's hey on you. Hey You. Yeah, Dr. I got like Terry the free. And... I got the free trial for Hey You. I've been well, all those I've been are... watching is botched. <laughs> those are both Real Housewives husbands. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, the one's divorced, isn't he? He was married to Adrian Malouf, who was on Beverly Hills, and the other one was mar- is married to Heather from OC. Yeah, she's got a podcast. Actually, they have their yeah, own show they now. Do. Yeah, or maybe that's super old because I'm just catching up on Hey You. I don't know. They have their own show where they like boot camp couples or something. To bring it back to a nose job. Nose job. Those look like the worst surgery because, oh my gosh, this is like too much. So people might need to turn it off. But like, have you ever watched the surgery shows where they're doing a nose job? Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. It's like basically Uh, let's put a hammer on your nose and just chisel away. Yeah. Or they like put a piece of your rib in there for whatever reason. It yeah. seems like the worst surgery. Also, when you watch them do plastic surgery, it just feels like they don't really, obviously, because you feel nothing, but yeah. I swear it's like they're treating you like you're not. Yeah. They like you, know? you up and they steps back and he like looks at your boobs and goes like, oh, yeah, that looks good. Yeah. Close like when, they, when they're doing this surgery, it just looks like they're just like, flip them over. I don't know. When they're doing it, just looks like they're just like, they can't Tossing feel it. Around, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It just feels. It feels like a lot. Um, but going back, going back to this, like how busy and Amanda go into the office. I love the front desk girl, like giving quotes on how much the surgery is <laughs> cost because they're busy kind of goes like, well, just like just out of curiosity, how much does it cost? And the girl kind of like looks Amanda up and down and goes like three to five. Like she's giving but, quotes at the front desk. I love it. I feel like that happens all the time because you know they get so many calls like a day just wanting to know how much is a facelift? How much is this? Because then it's like, yeah, it's 10 grand. So if you don't think you can afford it, don't book an appointment. Don't even come in. Whereas yeah. now you just Google it, which I have. I did happen to Google the going right for a nose job. Want to take a guess? So I know someone who got a tummy tuck five years ago and I think it was about 10 grand. Eight to oh, ten. Tummy tuck for ten. Mm-hmm. A nose job is eighteen to twenty in Toronto. Jeez. Nowadays, I guess it just depends. Like, although a lot it makes of things sense. you can do to a nose. Anything on your face, I think, is going to always be more expensive. Okay. Don't okay. you? Like I a don't tummy know. tuck is like no one's going to necessarily 
well, people see it, but not in the same way. I think you have to be a lot more careful with your face. You pay a premium to touch your face. Yeah, you got to have a better surgeon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. Okay. That's crazy. Amanda, Amanda thinks the agency, this like modeling agency that she's currently only trying out for. <laughs> she's not even like yeah, not even. Yeah, she thinks they're going to front the money. Like she thinks that they like gave her like pretty good feedback on this photo shoot, so, which they did. The photo shoot seemed to go well, except yeah, for the whole bump on the nose thing. These aren't like portfolio photos that are going to cost like a couple hundred dollars i don't know what the photos are for i think those no. trials right no but i think so she's saying her justification for why they're going to pay for it is because sometimes they do that like sometimes they pay for people's photos and you pay them back oh right okay but that's like a few hundred dollars so even if like <laughs> they pay for your photos and you never book a job they're not out that much money it's like well, five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars. Well, she's got so much potential. Yeah. She's never she's never booked a gig in her entire life, but we'll go ahead and pay for the nose job. Hope it pans out okay. <laughs> um, so Amanda Amanda goes home to ask her mom. It's a it's a hard no from Phyllis. Shocking. Actually, it's not that hard of a no. She she wants to know, like, oh, well, if you were gonna get it, like, where would you get the money? But that's a good tactic. It is good. It's like, do you even know how much it costs, basically? Mm-hmm. Amanda's, Amanda says, like, oh, everyone is doing it. And Phyllis says, and if everyone was shaving their eyebrows, would you do that, too? Well, welcome to, like, 20-whatever. What year are we in? Oh, no, people aren't shaving their eyebrows. They're dyeing them, like, blonde. Well, no, but the funny part about this is Phyllis thinks the shaving of the eyebrows is more aggressive than a nose job. Or it's comparable. Like, that's what you're comparing. (laughs) I don't know. My parents used to give me that shit all the time. Oh, if your friends jumped off the bridge, would you? Okay, (laughs) we're over the bridge jumping thing. You know, if all your friends jumped off the bridge. And I remember thinking in my head, and I would have been like 13 at the time. I remember going like, well, friggin' yeah, I would jump off a bridge because I have no more friends, dad. (laughs) That's always in my head. I was like, yeah, I would. Any more questions? I feel like it always made me think and contemplate my decisions. Uh, never did for me. Kidding. I was always I like, save it. Save it. I'm <laughs> jumping too. We're all doing the same thing. We're all doing the same thing. Because she, like, her whole thing is like, oh, everyone's doing it. Everyone's yeah. getting a nose job, right? So we, as an audience, and Amanda, we also meet Phyllis's new boo in this scene. Yeah, Stephen. Stephen, the musician. I know. And I hate how Phyllis really puts him on the spot here. It was so awkward. Way to not make it awkward by asking new boyfriend Stephen what he thinks of Amanda's nose right in front of Amanda. He's like, uh, it's a good nose. Like your mom, which is like death to Amanda. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Looks just like your mom's Mm -hmm. or something like that. But yeah, super awkward. He looks familiar, but I can't remember how long he sticks around for. I don't know. We'll get back to you. We'll get back to you on that. Yeah, I know. But like, I feel like I've seen him in something else and I forgot to forgot to click on that IMDb. Yeah. So Amanda becomes now a little obsessed with her nose. Mm -hmm. She like cuts out 
pictures of noses and she's putting them over pictures of her face. And the next time Amanda goes back to the modeling agency for her next audition or photo shoot or whatever, she tells them she's planning to get a nose job. <laughs> so silly. <laughs> Just so you know, I'm planning to get a nose job. And they're like, well, we don't really care about that right now because we're going to take pictures of your feet. I like, I think the foot model thing is cool. I mean, this is very flashback to Chrissy being a hand model. That's what I was saying. Like, wasn't there an episode where... She, like, hands the dog food in the bowl. Yes. Amanda was trying out for that, too, wasn't she? There was, like, a mall tryout. A model model casting call at the mall. And I think Chrissy got a call back. And Amanda did sit for those pictures, too, though, right? It was the episode where I think Amanda didn't eat. And then, yeah. like, fainted in the pool or something. The swim team one mm-hmm. with the with the when Coach wore a speedo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were distracted by so many other things exactly. in that episode. Yeah. No, yeah, but there was a really similar kind of storyline when Chrissy and like it was like, oh, Chrissy got a call back. She's going to be a model. She's so cool. And then they find out like it's just her hand. Well, in they're the like commercial. all watching the commercial, eating pizza after swim practice. <laughs> after Amanda fainted because she stopped eating. Exactly. <laughs> She wasn't skinny enough to be a model. Oh, the things we've been through. All the things we've been through. Um, Yeah, so we find out it's like a foot job. There's like a side story in this episode about new friend Carla, like running for spirit club president. Yeah, that was just like something to carry on the scene. I don't know why we need to know this unless maybe it comes back later. It must. And it might. Okay. Amanda books the foot gig. But she's disappointed in how much work it ends up being and how little respect they give her on set. Well, okay. Shocker. I know. Shocker. So there is, um, there's this sort of supermodel character in this episode. Mm -hmm. And Amanda runs into her a few times. They're calling her Angelique. She's played by Polly Shannon, not to be confused with. I was, like, kind of hoping it was going to be, like, an actual model. She did look like she could have been a model in the 90s. You know, like Linda Evangelista or something. Oh, like someone who ended up being a big model? Like, Linda Evangelista was probably a model in 94. In Canada? Yeah, she's Canadian. She's from Niagara-on-the-Lake. Oh, stop it. Yeah, and there's, like, a whole thing Grew up in Niagara-on-the-Lake? Oh, well, la-dee-da. Or St. Catherine, sorry. Okay. She's come out because she's had, I think, um, she had some sort of surgery or procedure that has gone like not as planned. So she looks quite different. So I think she wasn't showing her face for a long time. I did see something. It made her look like a little Mm. bit puffy in the face or something like that, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not that bad. (laughs) Whatever. I think she could have been in this episode. (laughs) She could have been. Well, this girl. What's her name? Polly Shannon. Prior to this episode, she was in 13 episodes of Catwalk. Oh, cool. And more recently, she was in a movie. She's in the movie Defining Moments with Burt Reynolds. If she looks familiar, that's why. Interesting. So Amanda's all bummed. The acting thing and also the modeling thing isn't going to work out. Uh, She decides not to get the nose job. There's some more whooshing sounds. <laughs> the end. They're having a fun time at the end. Big She's come around. Fun. I think Busy helps her realize you don't need a new nose. 
You're perfect yeah. the way you are. They're having a little sleepover at the yeah, end. There's cute. a bunch of bouncing around on the um the bed there. Yeah. <laughs> whooshing around, you mean? She's whooshing around. She's doing yeah. various types of tornadoes for busy. Yeah, it's funny. No, but this is this is like a memorable and relatable phase, I think, for a lot of kids. Oh, for sure. Up. I think lots of people at some point have contemplated plastic surgery. Or just like wanting to be famous. Well, right? I think that piece and then, yeah. Wanting to be famous. Like, I was, I was Amanda's age right around the time when, like, all the pop princesses were, like, hot on the scene. Okay, so, like, yeah, yeah. Brittany, Christina, uh, Mandy Moore. Do you remember the the group Dream? It's, like, familiar, but I don't think I was ever like, into she that. She loves me. She loves me not. Something like that. Pulling pedals off a of flat. Anyways, I was like thinking that I was going to be like a pop star. Like that's what I was going to grow up to do. I know. I thought about that too. When I was in like grade seven and eight, like I'm going to oh. direct, I'm going to direct movies. Oh, direct movies. Cause I made one movie for like some school project and was like, I'm going to be a director. Oh, that's a sophisticated dream. Like, so you didn't want to be like on screen, eh? <laughs> I don't know. No, probably not. I uh, distinctly remember Dancing to Britney in my room in front of the mirror and thinking in my head, like, oh, it's a good thing, like, Britney and her people can't see me because, like, then they'd know I'm coming. Like, oh, you we better what? watch out for Amy in Font Hill, Ontario. <laughs> like, she's coming to get you, Britney. Don't you wish, though, like, when you had that confidence, it actually lasted? Because I'm sure within, like, two months, that was all shattered because, like, one person said you had a bad nose. Or somebody, like, <laughs> poked, you... your, poked your stomach or something yeah. like that. And right? then you're going to, your next thing you know, you're doing a dance with, like, your bandana to cover your nose, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, imagine that confidence throughout life. I just walked I around thinking, like, oh, you better watch out for your job because I might take it. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I try to hype myself up like that. Like if I've got something going on, I'm like, I'm so much smarter than that person. Like I know this way better than they do. There's no way they know more than me. Well, that's good. That's probably good. I don't have any of that confidence ever. You got to start doing those affirmations. What was from that movie? The Immaculate Room. The Immaculate. Oh, yeah. You didn't like it, eh? Well, the ending just ruined it. But what she did those affirmations every day. It was like, today's my day. Yeah, today's my day. It will fill me with abundance or something. <laughs> like, you are stuck in a room. It's not, today is not your day. You That's know what? For sure. I recommend The Immaculate Room on Netflix. Britt. <sighs> it's tough. It's a, it's a good, it's a good movie, but the ending could have been, ending could have been something big, but it wasn't. They could have made it a little bit more thrilling i agree but i agree hey it's gonna be a rainy weekend well maybe by the time this comes out maybe it will be a sunshining weekend but if it's a rainy weekend just watch it what else are you doing get to the immaculate room okay there's your recommendation for the day no i like this episode it's good. i uh, i'm looking forward to seeing more of the sag and busy story yeah i can't wait for that to continue this episode got me excited for that and speaking of moving forward, Britt, 
Do you know what the next episode is? Oh my gosh, no, I didn't look yet. Oh my God, you haven't looked ahead? Mm -mm, I'm looking now. Tell It's me, tell me. the Ryan Gosling episode, everybody. Oh my gosh. You know what? I have to say, I like Ryan Gosling, but let's not hype this up too, too much because everyone hypes this one up. You know, everyone's hyping this up. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, we're not going to hype it up too much. It's just the Ryan Gosling episode. Everyone's NBD. been waiting for us to get to it. It's not a big deal. Here we are one episode away from the Ryan Gosling episode. Exactly. But we're bringing in who I think is the perfect guest to join us for the Ryan Gosling episode. Do tell. I mean, I know, but they don't. Podcast host, ready or not, super fan. And I'd say probably one of the few people who could actually beat us at ready or not trivia night she for sure i mean i'm not even gonna play <laughs> if she's playing we're bringing back sarah of don't make me use my mom voice and it happened to a friend of a friend Ooh. two podcasts <gasps> double whammy who's got time for that not and she's anymore. also making time for us yay to come back for her second episode. So make sure you hit subscribe or follow wherever you're listening so you don't miss it, everybody. Listeners, don't be afraid to rate and review the show. It just helps even more Ready or Not friends find us. Please head on over to Instagram at StillNotReadyPod. Hit us up with the feedback of any kind. And don't forget to let us know. Did you ever think of getting plastic surgery in high school? Did you go through a wannabe famous stage? Are you sure you're ready for the Ryan Gosling episode? Okay, that's it for today. Up next, it is the Ryan Gosling episode. Until then, I'm Amy. And I'm Britt. And you've just found out we're still not ready. 